Hello and welcome Sunday Extra family and friends. It is great to be with you again. I have another amazing friend with me here today. This is Ryan Sayers. Hey guys, how are you going? Welcome Ryan. Ryan, let me tell you who Ryan is. Uh, Ryan and I met at School of Faith. We were doing, um, I worked there, he was studying there for a year and um, actually one of my memories of you, (laughs) best memory, was when the Holy Spirit was moving really powerfully at an intensive weekend and people were just going down. Remember, was, uh, we were praying mul- for people. Multi-catcher. And he was the multi-catcher. He was coming from line Arms to line. Legs going everywhere. Yes, yeah, hands and legs catch. I'm like, Ryan, over here, over here, quick, quick. Yeah, and he would catch them. So it was fun. That was a fun meeting. Yeah, you, you were great there. Really <laughs> but Ryan um, does more than just catch people when they go under the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he's, he's a firefighter. He, <laughs> he's interning with Fire Church. So we love Fire Church. We've connected with Fire Church a few times here. And um, love having our friends from Fire Church. We're cheering you guys on. God is doing amazing things in and among you guys. Uh, so you're interning there, which is fun. Yeah. Um, hard work too sometimes. Yeah. 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 It's a different step, but no, it's, it's really challenging um, in a good way. So a lot of growth. It's fun. Yeah. I think growth comes when we're challenged yeah, and stretched. It's, it's being stretched, yeah. 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 Which is awesome. And you're also studying a diploma with Alpha Christians. Yeah. So diploma in ministry. Um, it's part of the internship as an extra we could do. So that, yeah, it takes up a bit of time. It's a little, little bit more challenging, but um, obviously the theology side of it yeah. is, is a big help. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great to have that grounding. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, welcome to our church family at Melbourne Lights. It's so good that you've come and you're here and it's lovely to have you. So I'll just give a quick recap on what we've been doing. We've been doing a series um, with Sunday Extra called Homes of Hope. And in this series, we've been talking about something that I love, like what it would look like if every believer got this concept that we live under an open heaven. Like what if we all got that? What if we we believed that our homes were under open heavens? And so what if people came into our homes and they were lost and then they got saved? Or what if they came in demonized, like possessed, and they, they got radically set free? What if they were you know addicted to drugs and God came and healed them and set them free from drugs? Like we should have this expectation yeah. because that's what we live under. That's what we walk under every day. This was a Peter that uh, the shadow healed the person. Yes. So imagine carrying that, that just your shadow actually heals or, or saves somebody. Exactly. And it's not like he, there was a theology around that. He just overflowed. He was yeah. so full of the Holy Spirit that when he walked past the shadow, his own shadow would heal people who walked past through it. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's so That's cool. an open heaven. <laughs> that's open heaven. And it's available for each of us. And I think we just need to get hungry. We need to ask for it and go after the more of God. So that's what we're going to um, do today. And this is our last um, one of our sessions on Homes of Hope on this series. And it's going to be a biggie. Uh, and I'm really excited. We're looking at, at the topic of a city transformed if every one of us got this, that we're walking, living under access supplied to open heaven, everywhere we go then should begin to look like heaven. Like we should begin to release what heaven has. And we're growing in this. Like I'm not there yet. You're probably not there. Like we're growing in it, but we're hungry. We want more. And I don't think there's a finish line. I think as you're pushing more, the hunger to give the dot. The desire yeah. is to go further and further. Yeah. Um, there's no finish line. It's not until we're in heaven that, True. that it actually stops. True. And then there's a whole other level of yeah. joy and fun and adventure there. So, amazing. Amazing. All right, let's get into it. Let me just set a bit of foundation here. A transformed people transform cities. That's what God said to me. A transformed people transform cities. So what transforms people? Well. Well. 
Jesus. Jesus. It's got to be Jesus. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> exactly. Encountering Jesus. Like not just the theology, the knowledge of Jesus. but it's relationship. The relationship, the yeah. encounter, the personal encounter and ongoing encounters with Jesus. It's walking with him every day in intimacy, knowing him and him knowing you. Are you known by Jesus? Do you know Jesus? It's making him Lord of your life. Yeah. Like he rules. He's the boss. That means you don't rule. Yeah. I full, don't rule. Full surrender. Full surrender. I love that. Just fall in love with Jesus. I mean, that's what transforms us. And then be filled. Be being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not really complicated. No. No, it's actually easier than trying to do it yourself and yeah. live your own life. It gets yeah. pretty hard. Yeah, true. True. All right. After the resurrection, just before Jesus went back to the Father, he tells his disciples this amazing, astounding thing in Luke 24, 49. He says, now, and now actually, I will send the Holy Spirit just as my Father promised. So Holy Spirit is is the promise of the Father. He's not just a force. He's not just a, um, you know, less than. He's not just a spirit. He's actually God, the Holy Spirit. And he was promised by the Father. Jesus says, I'm going to send him. So stay here, he's talking to the disciples, stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. He actually said, it's better that I go. Yeah. That's just crazy. crazy. That's crazy. You had some cool things around Holy Spirit and the power and what what the word power means for Holy Spirit. Do you want to go into that, Ryan? Yeah, so in the Greek, the word power in this context is actually dunamis. Um, So I just wrote down some notes out of the strongest concordance on Junimus, and Junimus always, always, almost always points to the new and higher forces that have entered and are working in this lower world of ours. It's the power or ability, physical or moral, as residing in a personal thing. Power in action, as e.g. when we put forth in performing miracles, it's actually miracle working power. It's not power like authority, it's miracle working power. Wow. That's what we're given through the Holy Spirit. Wow, wow. And we get our English word dynamite from that word, yes. dynamis, isn't it? Yes. yes. So it's explosive, it's explosive. power. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what's available. Yeah. That's it's exciting. Cool. And it's it's promised. It's guaranteed. It's promised to us. It's not, oh, maybe you can have a little bit. Yeah. No, no. It's available. The whole thing is available to you. Yeah. For all, isn't it? Yeah. It's available for everyone who says yes. Yeah. Yes. Everyone every who, believer. Every believer, not just some. Yeah. Um, so Which is funny because um, it was actually on Sunday one of our pastors, Lee Wong, was yeah. talking and he said, as Christians, you know, we often believe, or we, you know, the foundation of Christianity is we believe in the resurrection. So we accept that Jesus died, got stabbed and pierced in the heart, mm-hmm. went into the grave for day, He mm-hmm. rose, was brought back to life, rose and ascended yeah. again. We believe that. Like, that's a miracle. That's huge. But then we go, no, we don't believe in miracle healings. Like, if we don't believe in miracle healings, there's a problem with our belief system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good word. Yeah, it's true. So let your, your belief system be stretched this morning. Let your hunger start to grow for the more that God has yeah. made for what's available, really. Yeah. It, uh, let's have all that's available for us. Why just take why, a little why bit? Be, why be short? I don't, want to, I don't want to miss the glory. Exactly, exactly. So the fire of the Holy Spirit came on everyone in that, you know, when the Holy Spirit was poured out and a mighty violent rushing wind filled the whole room. And so you might remember this story. And then everyone began speaking in other languages, in tongues. Um, so what a crazy uh, experience that would have been. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't just a little wind. It was like rushing. Wind. It was gushing. Yeah. It was like a howling, forceful wind. And this fire came. And the cool thing was that... Um, 
the result of them being so full was that they couldn't help but go out into the streets. Like they didn't stay there. And some people's fear is, oh, you'll just become a holy huddle if you just spend time with the Holy Spirit. Well, no. The outworking of the Holy Spirit is to send you into the streets so that the miracle working power that Ryan's talking about can be then expressed. It can be released and people can encounter Jesus and come to him. And that's what happened. They couldn't help it. And 3,000 people were added that day. Yep. 3,000 people. So that's so, so cool. In Acts 17, um, the believers then a little bit later on were accused of being those who turned the world upside yeah. down. And I think that's an incredible accusation. That to be told that, wouldn't it? Come on. <laughs> I, I want to run with a company of people that have turned the world or are turning the world yeah, upside down for the kingdom's sake. Yeah. How cool is that? We get to do this. It's so awesome. But we need Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit if you want to see your city transformed. Bill Johnson says this um, about the Holy Spirit. He's in me for my sake, but he's on me for yours. There's a reason that he comes upon us. Um, And then we get to go. We get to do this. So, Ryan, let's ask Ryan some questions. Now that we've set that that foundation and established what we want to talk about. Ryan, what happened to you? Let's start with Holy Spirit. When you got filled with the Holy Spirit, what happened? What was it like? So mine was a little bit different to my expectation. Um, I definitely heard stories um, my dad in particular spoke about when he was baptised in the spirit, he went to work the next day and I said, what's happening? Like, you look different. He was wow. visually different. Yeah, yeah. So I went in probably with expectation and um, for me it was a lot slower. It didn't happen instantly. I was at a conference. They said, who doesn't speak in tongues? I said, yeah, I don't. Everyone gathered around me and someone came up behind and just said, oh, just follow me. So I almost felt like I was mimicking. Yeah. It wasn't, like, I didn't feel it come from my spirit. Um, but I went home that night and... Yeah, I just kept sort of pushing in and they said, keep pushing in and keep yeah. keep doing it. And then I could feel that burning inside and starting to come up. Um, but it still took probably months of, of growth. And I think the, the big notice I had was I was hungry. Yes. I, I all of a sudden had this hunger. I wanted to know the word more. I wanted to understand. I wanted to go wow. deeper and really pick it apart. Um, so to sit back, say, six months later and actually look back to where yeah. I come from, that's yeah. where I go, oh, there's, there's the baptism there. And you can re, I can re-enter that. Every time, like every yeah, time I process it, I can go back into that space. Um, it's amazing. I love that because we were talking earlier and just saying, you know, some people have the dramatic encounters with the Holy Spirit and that's awesome when you do and you can always be hungering after that and open for that. But don't be thinking that the Holy Spirit hasn't come upon you yeah. or isn't moving in you if you're not experiencing the shaking, crying, laughing, you know, all the external manifestations. Let that hunger drive you, but have faith and expectation, yeah. just like Ryan, that the Holy Spirit's at work and he began to see this shift happening in your yeah. life and just the hunger after the word and the more of God just began to build up and... Keep yeah. hungry. I think that's I, the key. Yeah, stay hungry. And I think don't let your idea of God be clouded by what you experience as opposed to what someone else does say. True. Just because you have an experience doesn't mean God can't do it. Yes. And it doesn't mean you're not going to experience it. Yeah, yeah. Keep Very chasing. Good. Keep chasing. Yes. Run for Jesus. Yeah, come on. I love that. Okay, so Ryan, another question. So then, jumping into cities, how do we see our cities transformed? Like people might be saying... How, what can I do? What can, or, or we're just a small church, or I'm just me and my yeah. family. What do I, how do we see our cities transformed? Yeah, so we just leave it to the big evangelists. Um, let them, nah. It starts, <laughs> it starts with us. It, it really starts with us. We've got to realign ourselves with the cross. Come on. We've got to, yeah, I remember sitting there one time and saying, Lord, break me. It took me a long time. I heard, heard this, and it took me yeah. a long time to actually say, yeah. you know what, Jesus, just break me. Break off anything that's not of you. And that's scary. Like, I thought, I don't want to have a Job story. I don't want to lose everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what we've got to do. We've got to realign ourselves with the cross. Amazing. Um, yeah. 
when we do that, then we influence our spheres. You know, we've all got workplaces, we've all yeah. got social groups. We we're, we're called to be a light. We walk in there, we carry the light, so we let that lead lead us and leak out of us. Beautiful, yes. Um, it's powerful too. Yeah, I think mm. like I look at um, King uh, Zaya. Yeah. Who went in and like he came a, a young king. He was a powerful leader and he was led by the Lord. Like every every battle he went yeah. to, he was led by the Lord. Yeah. But then he got greedy and he, he lost he lost his calling. He went into the temple and then he was cast down. He got leprosy and stuff because he hadn't stayed aligned with what his calling and his craft was. Um, so you know we get to operate in our sphere. Don't think I've got to go and do in this sphere and do what that person's doing over yes. there. We are, we've already got it. We've got it. We've got our workplaces. We've got our friends. We operate there. So good. Once we're right, that shines out. Then we change people and one by one, the 3,000 come. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, I love that. It's really good. You do have your sphere. I have my sphere. And be faithful with where you're planted. Be faithful where you're at. Yeah. And start sowing where you're at and going to where you're at. I mean, God will expand that, you know, as as we go. Um, he, he opens new spheres of influence or new doors yeah. to walk through. But be faithful with where you're at. And um, be confident. Like, you know, I think historically church has been a closed door confined to the four walls of the building mm. and it's not a, like it's a Sunday thing but it's not it's, it's Monday to Saturday it's every day of the week we live it yes. Jesus is with us always we live that every day everywhere we go yeah. we can't just go oh come to church on Sunday and now I'm saved I mean our salvation isn't in a church membership no it's in actually walking with Jesus in our day to day life yes yeah we can't compartmentalise it's it's the supernatural is in everything and everywhere. Yeah. And it's everywhere we go. We like to say here at our church at Melbourne Lights is um, church is just the half time. This is the pep talk. This is where you get equipped. This yeah. is where strategy is given. Yeah. And then Amen. you're off again, back in the game. Yeah. Get out there. Yeah. <laughs> go get coach, c- Coaches talk. <laughs> yes, exactly. Back. Come on, boys, let's get up. <laughs> a little slap, bit of a talking to. Yeah. So good. I love um, Jesus ministered. When you read the word, Jesus ministered from city to city. He, he, that's what he did. He walked and he radically stepped in and released on earth as it is in heaven. Like we saw evidence of that. Like it's not just words. Like he actually demonstrated the love of the father by healing people. You know, the blind saw, the lame walked, you know, the crippled um, were strengthened. We saw people set free. Like amazing things happen. Not, not even mentioning signs and wonders, which we talked about yeah. last time. Um, you know, so much happened. He preached. He he spotted, you know, Zacchaeus in the church. He saw people for who they were. He went and ate with so-called sinners. Yeah. He was amazing. He radically went in and influenced, and uh, people loved him. They were drawn to him. There was something attractive about Jesus. Yeah. I don't know if the, there's something always attractive about the church, but God is <laughs> shifting things. He's changing the narrative so that we start to look like Jesus, so we start to be like Jesus. Because when we do, people are drawn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's love. I think mm. love is the key. And that's what so attracts good. people. That's what draws people in. You create a safe place. So yeah. People want to come. They want to share. They want to pour out their heart to you. Yeah. Because they know you're safe. You're loved. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's so true. Ryan, um, what are some of the things? So you've been interning at Fire Church and been there for a little while. What are some of the things you as a church are doing to impact or influence or transform the city? Yeah. So Jesus come and just, you know, rock this city. Yeah. So we're based in Frankston, so the heart of the church has always been around evangelism um, and getting yeah. the lost. You know, when Daniel Hagen first started, they spent a lot of time out on the streets uh, yeah. dealing with the, the people, that, you know, the homeless, the drug addicts, the, yes. the people that every society walk past and think nothing of. The heart is to really reach them. Wow. Um, you know, we still evangelise. We're out as an intern. We're out every Wednesday, um, mainly in Frankston, but we do surrounding suburbs as well. Um, 
and then there's an evangelism team that goes out on a Friday okay. and a Saturday alternatively. So that's a big part yeah. of who we are as a church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we get out on the street now and quite often you'll speak to someone and be like, oh, yeah, I met someone last week or the week before, you know, wow. I've encountered you guys many a times. And we're not pushy. We don't, you know, fought. We, we're literally there to love on them. It's not, you know, obviously the ultimate goal is we want to get their salvation. We want them saved and we want to get them connected into a church. But we just want to love on them. We want to, you know, so bless them. So how would that hope. look when you say we want to love on them or bless them? Like in a practical sense, if someone says, yeah. what does that look like? Um, so what, my, yeah, I know it varies. Yeah. And it would so my go-to, and it's a little <laughs> bit cheeky, but I like to buy gifts. So, oh, you know, I go through one. different stages. I buy flowers. That's uh, beautiful. i about that. I'll share in a minute. Um, gift cards, stuff like that. You know, we'll take food. Sometimes we'll go for dinner. Yeah. So really practical as well. Practical. Cause, yeah. And for me, I find it, it opens the doorway like, you know, a lot of people go out and just go, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. And they just go, well, I don't, like, you're not connecting with me. It's mm. got to be relational. Yes. Um, so it opens the doorway, like, hey, here I've got some flowers. I went out Mother's Day mm. and um, just gave out roses. Oh. And there was one, one young lady there, a young mum, and um, I went and spoke to her and she was really reserved and sort of shut down. Mm. I said, I just want to bless you. You know, this is from Jesus. He loves you. And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever. So can I pray for you? So anyhow, and she goes, oh, can, I, can you get a house for me? And like really snappy and yeah, poetry. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, actually you can. And like just kept being positive. Yeah. And sort of just. Kept loving. Yeah, kept loving. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, yeah, we can pray for that. And so we prayed and I actually watched it as we prayed. And she sort of shared a bit about, yeah. um, yeah, what she was going through. She was in emergency housing and stuff at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And just watched that heart soften. And by the end of it, like she's welting up and she's hugged me. And I'm like, that's what, that's what drives me now. I didn't at that point push for the salvation, but that's a seed that she'll never forget. Exactly. And the next person that comes along will say something. She goes, well, actually, yeah, I'm not going to shut you down. Mm. I'm interested to hear. So good. Um, So that's what works for me. But, you know, having something to to give out. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And it's no point. I mean, it's beautiful and it is powerful saying Jesus loves you. But if someone has a very real need, there's no point saying, and then the Bible says that too, why say God bless you and be on your way? Like, give them the coat, give them something practical, meet their needs. That's what Jesus did, um, regardless, because that's what love does. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Gold and silver I don't have, but what I can give you. Yes. And and he didn't say, I'll give you salvation. He said, no, no, I'll heal you and give you life again. Through that, now go, stop yeah. singing and follow Jesus. That's right. That's right. And and sometimes it's be led as well. Yeah. And, and a lot of us, we do have money to give. So, yeah. so be generous. God's yeah. generous. Yeah. Be generous. If yeah. you can, feed True. people, you know, give them something. Yeah. Um, just choose love. Yeah. Choose love. Love them anyway. Yeah. And I love that you guys are doing that. So good. Is there anything else under that that you want um, to no, look, I think we'll leave it with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, there's, it's question after question for Ryan today, but this is good. I hope you guys are enjoying it. And it's stirring something in you to get out there and just love people well. Show them Jesus through your love. And Ryan, do you have a story, another story? Yeah. Another story? And maybe do, under I this. Do. Great, great. About seeing the love and power of God crash in on other people or someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So again, um, we went just before Easter, we went into Balaclava. Our pastor Alex had it on his heart to go and actually hit up the Jewish community. Wow, leading into the, the Passover wow. and amazing Good Friday and stuff. Yeah. We thought, oh, this like that's challenging. That's... Like these guys are normally really well educated. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we, anyway, we went out there, mm-hmm. and um, so I pulled out the old trick. Like I just want to bless people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> so, great trick. It's a great tip. It, for me, it just makes it easy to engage. Yes, like, you yeah. know, I want to be relational with people. Beautiful. Um, so it makes it easy to say, hey, look, I've got something for you. Like I want to love you. Let's talk. So, um, so I went and brought flowers and went into this florist and I just said to the guy in there, I, said, I don't know, I brought 15 bunches or something. I said, do you mind if I just buy all of these? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. He's looking at me sideways, like, what are you doing? 
And I said, oh, we're, you know, we're up from Frankston. We just want to come out and you know, mm. spread the love of Jesus. And he sort of looked at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, we just want to bless people. And he wasn't Jewish. Um, well, he didn't appear to be Jewish. Um, but, yeah, I said, you know, we just want to bless it and tell the love of Jesus and, mm. you know, mm. sort of try so and touch good. the Jewish community. And he's like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. So he goes, well, I'm actually a Catholic. He goes, but my wife is a Baptist. Yeah, so I'm not practicing, but she's, you know, still sort of involved and yeah. stuff. He just shared a little bit about his family. Wow. And I said, oh, do you mind if I pray for you? So we prayed in the shop. So good. He's come out from behind the counter. I've been able to lay hands on him, yeah. pray with him. And again, look up and there he is. He's just sitting there well. And he's like, this is the best day. And just gave me a oh, I'm like, How beautiful. That's that's what it's about. That's, yeah. Like that's sharing the love of Jesus. It's not me. It's Jesus. It's Christ through me. Yeah. Coming yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But you take the opportunity too. And I love that. Like. We have to get to the point where we take that opportunity and take that risk of saying, can I pray for you? Yeah. Or speak the name of Jesus, you know, so yeah. this is why we're yeah. doing this. Just be honest, be real, be authentic. Just, yeah. The know. only worst I'll say is, no, go away. Like, yeah. yeah. Whatever, I'm not going to see you again. And That's even fine. then, you just say, God bless, you know, yeah. leave them with love still. Turn, like, turn the other cheek. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's something for you. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's beautiful because that is impacting the city. It's one person at a time, but yeah. you're impacting yeah. the city. Just sharing the love of God. I love that. That's beautiful. So God's heart is always for individuals. Like he sees the one. And we'd say that often, you know, that's a Heidi Baker thing. You stop for the one. And, yeah. and we've all caught on. We want to stop for the one and ask the Holy Spirit, you know, to help you see the one. I say that daily too, like, because it's easy to get busy. It's easy to just rush from thing to thing and even good things and, and not see the one yeah. that's there. I think for me, like to put that into perspective, I think of the farmer and a sheep, like today's farmer, that sheep's probably worth $200 to him. Yeah. He'll never leave one sheep behind because it's just too hard to get it up with the flock. You know, it's, it's going astray. It's caught in the bush. Yeah, right? yeah. He'll, never, he'll always go back and get that one wow. sheep. Um, and that's how we've got to live it out. Like, Jesus chased the one. He left yeah. the 99 and went for the one. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to do the same. It's not, oh, it's too hard. They're, they're too yeah. messed up or it's too yeah. Yeah. too sticky, whatever. We've got to go for that one. Like They're, they're so valuable. So good. So valuable to us and to Jesus. Wow, that's so good. That's so powerful and such a great way to look at it and see it and be convicted by that and driven by love. Yeah. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, you know, I, I love too like God's heart for cities because um, we see the ones and we're, we're able to impact the ones and twos. But as a community or as communities of believers, we can start to have bigger impact on cities and you know sometimes we we might write off certain cities like they're too hard that's a really bad city it's a sin city you yeah, know like yeah. um, but he's looking for those of us who would say pick me like I'm willing to go and bring a message of of repentance again it's a message of love it's yeah. actually I'll go who will I send well I'll go I'll go Isaiah 6 8 yeah Lord so who are we going to send send me send me yeah, send, send me. me will we be the ones will you be the ones that says send me send me don't let, let's ask Holy Spirit to take up the filters of our hearts and eyes and let's not come with those you know mindsets that say that's too hard like you were saying well that's a sin city I mean I was thinking of um God really wants cities restored. Like he wants whole cities. He wants whole nations. Uh, he, I was thinking of Nineveh, you know, like um, Jonah not wanting to go there yeah. for very good reasons. But yeah. um, God's heart but was that. And as a whole city repented yeah. and turned to God. Yeah. A whole city. Imagine what would that look like? Like why don't we raise our, our expectation and say, God, what would it look like if the whole of Melbourne repented yeah. and turned to Jesus? Wow. Like revival. That's wow. It. Wow. And that's the thing, like we talk about, oh, we're all waiting for revival. We're waiting to catch that wave. We've got to be the wave. Like, it's up to us to start it. Yes, the Holy Spirit's on it. We're the great Southland of the Holy Spirit. But 
let's not wait for the, the wave. Let's actually create it and go out and get it. Exactly. That comes back to the dunamis, the dynamite power of God is yeah. in us. So let's go and explode with love out there in the communities. Yeah. Um, how cool. What if we all got that? Or Sodom and Gomorrah, I mean, was a terrible, terrible city, but God's heart was still, you know, for one righteous person either, yeah, I will, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll not destroy them. Like his heart is to not destroy. Yeah. It's not. God doesn't do that. His heart is that all would come and turn to him. All would turn, repent and turn to Jesus. Like, that, you know, he sent his son so that all, yeah. it was for all. So we need to be like Jesus. We mm. need to. Um, if we've seen what Jesus is doing, we've seen the Father. The heart of the Father and the heart of yeah. Jesus are not conflicting. Yeah. The, the God the Father is not sitting there saying, I'm going to bring disease like COVID. I'm going to bring sickness. I'm going to punish. And Jesus is coming saying, like, no, and now I'm going to heal yeah. that. Like that's in confliction. Like that, that's not unity. And yeah. the Father and Son and Holy Spirit work in unity, like perfect unity. Yeah. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So let's not forget that um, God is a good God. He's a good father. He's really good. Jesus wept. I love this over Jerusalem. And I felt convicted. Like, do we weep over our cities? We want to see cities transformed. Yes, it's about the doing. But what are we doing in the secret place with the father? Yeah. What are we doing? Are we weeping? Are we moved with such compassion over the lostness, over the brokenness, over the hopelessness? I mean, suicide rates are, are off the charts. Are we weeping over that and mm. sowing in prayer? You know, when we sow to the spirit, we get to go in the spirit. Yeah. When we sow in compassion, God's going to say, I trust you to go and be love to my people now. Go yeah. and get them. Go and get them. Mm, good. So, yeah, yeah. I hope it's stirring something in you guys. And, and, and even as we're talking, it's stirring yeah, it like, in me. I can feel like, yeah. whoo, And I'm thinking it's, it's the passion in us. Like, we talk about it. And, you like, you've really spoken to it then that we've got to believe it. We've not got to say, oh, we want revival in the sea. We've actually yeah. got to believe it. Like, I remember yeah. praying um, for a lady with cancer and thinking, you know, like, I want a healing. I want a healing. But... How invested was I? Like, was I going through emotions, praying, praying? Like, mm. I'm believing for healing, but yeah. I'm not just going through the motion. Yeah. And then I got to the point, and you know, we're praying continuously over a period of time, wow. and um, just laying my hands on it, and then just started crying, like I'm actually wow. hurting, wow. because like I'm impatient now. I'm like, Lord, now, like we need this yeah. now, desperate, and for it's her. like yeah. inside, yeah. it's like coming out, and that's when the passion kicks in. Wow. That's where we're going to see change, not just True. going. I want revival. We want transformation in the city. No, no, we've got to have passion. We've got to, our heart's got to bleed for it. Exactly. We don't want to do this just for stories or just because, or it's cool. Or I, we, Jesus moved with such compassion. And every time he felt compassion well up, he did something radical. Yeah. Like yeah. he healed, he fed the 5,000, you know, like he did something yeah. supernatural. He wept over a city. Like, yeah, let's be moved with compassion. Yeah. It, it really has to come from that place. Love does look like something. Um, where are we, Ryan? Do you um, have any other stories or do you want me to... Um, I'll share a story about work. Yes, that would be great. Um, so I work in an oil refinery, pretty dark sort of world. It's a, a rough, tough bloke. You know, it's, it's multi um, or unisex now, but it's yeah. still a really dark. And I could feel like I'd sit in the car. I've got an hour and a half, two hour travel to work. I'd sit in the car being worshipped with some sound and stuff mm. and could be in the spirit. I'd get to the gate. And when I'd scan my car, I could literally... It felt like the Holy Spirit just lifted off me. Now, he never leaves me. No. He never leaves, but I could feel the weight walking in mm. to my workplace. Like a tangible presence of yeah, darkness. of darkness. Of, of yes. darkness. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I had a lot of resistance from my, my co-workers being a Christian and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to walk around the refinery. I'm going to pray in tongues. 
every time I'm out walking, I'm just going to pray in tongues. And after about two months, I actually felt it lift. That's and, awesome. and now walk in like it doesn't and the response I get from people now is completely different like wow. it's a I'm not going to say the industry's changed but yeah. it's definitely it's a lighter place and, and I'm received well um, but I don't feel that heavy dark place anymore Amazing. and that's from going into the spirit and, and going into spiritual well done, battle yes praying yeah. tongues and you, anyone can do that like over any situation yeah get into the spirit and declare declare yeah. the freedom yeah, yeah in that place. Um, I love that. You've shifted an atmosphere. And again, it's it's what we have access to and who lives in us. Yeah. And so instead of just coming under a, a spiritual atmosphere, so you could walk into a shop or past a, a building and you could feel that. Or yeah. like Ryan, when he went to work, would feel that. You might feel it at your workplace or in your school. And instead of just settling into that or giving into that or just coming under that yeah. and maybe sometimes joining with that spirit, yeah, you know, whether sometimes there's, because you, you might feel angry, depressed, um, whatever, like, why don't you um you know ask holy spirit keep me alert keep me aware and remember like realize actually that you have authority to bring the light because light's always more powerful than yeah. darkness and start to do some of these things like yeah. pray in tongues quietly go around um to, if you need to pull away into the bathroom and start to just call on the holy spirit and just ask him to break in and shift off whatever yeah. the atmosphere that is around you yeah. um you get to do that you have authority and that's i think really impacting yeah mm. and Jesus said we're the salt. What's salt do? Salt's an enhancer. So we're supposed to enhance the situation, not conform to the situation. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Um, Let's skip over to... Let's have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just seeing what we need to to skip. What We always go too long on these things, but it's fun because as we go... We um, get into more and more, and then the Holy Spirit sort of reminds me of things or reminds well, it's, us. It's burning up, so you can and feel it. It is. It builds. Out. It builds, yeah. doesn't it? Um, but love does look like something. So I hope you're getting that. And um, Jesus, wow, well, best example we could have. He loved so beautifully, so powerfully, and it was transformational love. It wasn't just um, love that that love is love kind of love. It was love that is so pure, so holy, so right. Um, that came and it shattered every other thing and it would free people. And I love that so much. Um, Okay, in Isaiah 61, um, Jesus actually quoted this in in Luke when he talked about the spirit of the Lord has come upon me because, you know, we're talking before, um, you know, to heal the brokenhearted, to set captives free. It was that scripture. But later on in Isaiah, it says, um, so he's on me to do all these amazing things, you know, to bring freedom to captives. And then it says, but they will rebuild ancient ruins repairing cities destroyed long ago they will revive them though they have been deserted for many generations so the spirit's on me to set the captives free to bring freedom to declare liberty to um, heal the sick bind the brokenhearted and then it says so that they will rebuild and they will revive so i was thinking you know who are the they who are the they that this verse is talking about well it's the people who have literally just been healed set free bound you know their broken hearts healed captives released it's those ones once they get free so a transformed people transformed yeah. cities like other people who have been set free can then go set free others they are the ones that then begin to rebuild the city they're the ones that come and revive bring revival into the city so it's like this um it just keeps building like it's it's so um, amazing how god's plan this this is what happens when a people are transformed, this is what we're going after. Yes, we want to see people come to Jesus, surrender, make him Lord of their life. And um, that's the uh, most amazing thing, you know, the angels celebrate yeah. because of that. But then what now? Like 
if there was nothing else, we, we laugh, we all say it, we'd be taken straight up to heaven. Like, what's the point of being here? Well, we have a job to do, a yeah. mission that we're on and a Holy Spirit who's empowered us for it. Yeah. Mm. And we're talking about the Great Commission. It's co-mission. He co-missions with us. So good. So, yes, he's commissioned us, but he's with us. We're not walking alone. Amazing. We're not stepping out. Amazing. It's, it's co. It's together. Yeah. He invites us on his mission. Yeah. But you guys, are, you're, you're part of a mission. Whether you know it or not, like it or not, we are born again into a mission and into a war. And we're so equipped for this. Yeah. It's exciting. It's, it's the best adventure we, we, we could ever go on, isn't it? Yeah. Best thing ever. I love it so <laughs> That's much. That's awesome. Ryan, what does revival in a city look like to you? And what is it that you dream of? Yeah. So I think a modern day example is Bethel. Reading, the way they operate, what they've done. You know, I think at one point, Reading had the highest crime rates in whether it was California or, or America, I'm not too sure. Um, but they went in there, they went after souls. They've totally transformed. Bill Johnson talks about a story going into the hospital, praying over cancer. You know, they really went hard after cancer. Mm, mm. And within like a 12 or 18 month period, the cancer rates actually dropped where the doctors come up and said, like, we've got empty beds. Like, you're going to put us out of business. No, it wasn't like that. But they, they, <laughs> but they amazing, significant yeah, changes. Yeah, a notable yeah. difference in the cancer rate there was reduced so cool. just through yeah. them being prayer warriors and praying specifically into yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, like it's, I think it's getting people to find their identity. And once we know our identity, mm. then we stop seeing crime. You know, why have we got crime? Why have we got drugs and alcohol, uh, domestic violence, all these things? It's a lack of identity. It's a lack of sonship or daughtership. Yeah. Um, once we can get people through that, yeah. we're operating in love again. Then we see the mm. transformation mm. and it, it's contagious. Like when someone loves someone, you want to love on someone else, so it's contagious. Yeah. That's how we, I see it yeah. changing a city. So cool. I love that too. And I know a lot of our churches are doing this um, and Bethel does it really well where they're serving the community with no strings attached. Yeah. So so it's going in, it's it's Holy Spirit, it's full of the Spirit, praying for the sick, you know, getting the words and all, chasing after people to, to just let the love of Jesus touch and the power of God come. But they're also serving the community, like cleaning up, yeah. you know, taking responsibility for their cities and yeah. just being at, at um being visible out there, loving people, no strings attached. So cleaning up the city in a practical way. They're um, serving the community in lots of different ways. They've got things for the homeless. Uh, and, and a lot of us are, you know, doing that too because the Holy Spirit loves people. Yeah. He loves cities. And like we said earlier, what's the point of us just saying Jesus loves you and walking past when there's practical needs? Yeah. Let's serve our cities. Let's love them well. That's what revival also looks like. Us full of him, being fully you, full of him, yeah. and then going everywhere and doing what he says and being practical and loving people well, loving them well with the name of Jesus on your lips, the dunamis power inside you, and just in every way. It's not one or the other. It's sweep, sweep the curb, pick up the rubbish, and pray for the person who's there for healing. You know, like yeah. it's all of it. It's yeah. all of it. And sometimes we categorize and go, that's your gifting is to just be practical right. and cook meals. Well, that meal could be so supernatural. You cook that meal, then go and then tell them about Jesus, loving them and pray. The Holy Spirit comes in, you know, heals them, frees them, delivers them. Yeah. Mm, it's it's very cool. And it's a great feeling when you do that to someone and so you see good. them wells up in the eyes or, you know, you're changing their life and you can change generations. It's it's I not just that, that person you're speaking to. It's their yeah. children, it's their spouses, their families. Exactly. For generations to go. Um, I love that because you and your household, you know, like so yeah. often we read that, don't yeah. we, in yeah. the Word. Um, yeah. And, I mean, what a great joy that is to be able to 
be influential in that space and actually wow. carry something that you can give to someone that's better than gold and silver. It's better than anything we've got in this world. It's eternal. It's, yeah. It's eternal. And I love that you said generations because so often we're so caught up in the now and God is a God of generations, isn't he? And he sees so much bigger. And what you dream and what you do and what you establish and what you step out, you pave the way for generations. You yeah. pave the way for others to walk through. And the impact is generational. Like yeah. Exactly what you're saying is is you, sh- you can shift the narrative. One person getting saved it shifts the whole narrative of that, not just that person, but then their whole family line. Yeah. You know, they go on to get married, have kids, and, and they don't have to live in what they used to. Like this shifts it, and suddenly we have generations now of believing believers, people who yeah. are passionate about Jesus. Like, yeah. wow, think bigger. I hope you're being stirred to think bigger because we've got a big God. He's got yeah. big vision, and he's called us to a big mission, and it's doable because we have Holy Spirit in us. I love it. I love it so much. All right, I know we're running out of time. Um, just a reminder, you know, in terms of all this, we're called um, the church. One of the names is Ecclesia, the yep. called out ones, and this is sort of that missional. It's the um, it's us um, who are on mission. So it's not just a call to missions trips, which we love, I love missions, <laughs> but we should be living on mission, yes. you know, it's every day, everywhere in yeah. all our spheres of influence. Um, that's our assignment. And we get to be as Ecclesia, um, because it is koinonia as well, which is the other word we use for church, which is family. And that's the supernatural connecting of hearts, which is family. But we like to say here, it's family on mission. Yeah. So it's not just one or the other, it's together. together. And yeah. we get to be on mission um this is our assignment it's our mission and we get to go into every sphere let me read what i wrote every subculture every people group every tribe every nation that's not just for me and ryan that's for all of you listening and watching um every school every office every shopping center every play group every political arena every part of you know hollywood or whatever um you know the uh, even social media um any any part of the media really every neighborhood everywhere like everywhere and make earth look like heaven that's what we get to do we get to make earth look like heaven holy spirit is bringing us back to this i really believe that to the power and purpose of of who we are as a church our identity as as believers um intimately and powerfully united in love and passion for jesus so full to overflow with the holy spirit set on fire unapologetic about the mission and the mandate to radically bring and release heaven to every sphere and corner and part of the world that we live in. How yeah, cool is that? That is, that? That is so, so amazing. All right. Um, Ryan, do you want to finish up with just what you're feeling um, or sensing in God to encourage the guys and then you, yeah. I'll get you to pray for us and yeah. release that saying, over as us. You, as you were saying there, like we talk in Acts 2 about the baptism of the Holy Spirit yeah. or baptism of fire. Um, and we see again in Acts 4, mm. I think it's... Uh, Peter and John go out and they're being questioned by the Pharisees. Why do you speak in the name of Jesus of Nazareth? And then they go back and again, there's that gushing wind and it's a re-baptism. So it's not that it's a once-off. We don't just get baptized in fire and that's it. We never have it again. It's reoccurring again. They got re-baptized. So I just speak that and declare that over you now that there'd be a new fire, a new heavenly fire come through and just baptize you again. It just grows stronger and stronger and it it doesn't stay where it is, but it's a continual more... Uh, more of him coming through yes, you. Yes, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, that just sort of yeah, came through as you were talking then. But so good. I think, um, yeah, it's a closing prayer. After that. Yeah, yeah, you can close yeah. in prayer. I mean, I hope you guys, I really, I don't have to say I hope. I think you guys are, are being stirred. I'm believing that God 
um, has, this is not coincidence that you've chosen to listen in, to tune in, to watch, however it is that you're hearing this, uh, because God positions us strategically. He doesn't do anything by accident. No, no. And that there are things that are, that are stirring in you, that you are beginning to feel hungry. And so go for that. Ask the Holy Spirit to stir. If you don't feel hungry, ask him to, to build a hunger in you yeah. for the more of God. Like this is available for every one of us. And his heart is for cities to be transformed. It won't happen without us. He's chosen to partner, as Ryan said, commission with each of us. Yeah. And it takes each of us saying, yes, putting, putting up your hand and saying, I'm, I'll go. I will go. Break my heart yeah. for what breaks yours. And so, um, yeah, just go and, and ask him to do that and then step out in boldness. I yeah. think Ryan's going to release some courage, yeah. some boldness. But you go out with the fire of God knowing, Holy Spirit, fill me daily. Fill me with that dynamite yeah. power of yours and let me go. Let me not stop. Like, let me not, let nothing get in the way mm. of me going after the one and then the next one and the next one and help me bring a company of people with me as I go as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I can feel it here. Woo! I hope you guys are feeling it there because I can yeah. really feel raised up and wow. like, yeah. I want to go out and get them at lunchtime. Like, <laughs> come, come on. Yes, come on. Um, All right, pray for yeah. us. Pray for us. Nah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just we just lift up everyone that's watching here, Lord. We just we pray for that new baptism, that mm, new fire in them, Lord. We, we speak a new hunger into their life. Yes. Desire, more desires of you, Father, that they want to go out and not just live in their own little world, but but there be a hunger to change, yes. to change the atmospheres mm. around them, Lord God. We, just, we, we want to speak life into the people, Lord, as we go, you know, that they be touched by our shadows, Father. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Come Thank on. you for the desires. Thank you that you do love us. Thank you that it, it is a safe place, that there's so much reward with our yes, that you give so much, Lord yes. God. Just thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Holy Spirit, yeah. even now, would you release courage and great boldness? Come upon your mm. people. Come upon us, even. Yes, Lord. Because um, there's always more for us to grow in and stretch in. And you want it. You want us to walk in such radical power. It's not mm. really radical. It's biblical. It's yeah. what Jesus did. And he said we'd do more. And so help us to step into identity, yes. our identity as sons and daughters. And we just break off fear. I just see over some people just fear. So I break off fear. And I speak to fear and I say, yeah. get off in Jesus' name. Yes, that Lord. perfect love right now would come upon Upon you and would break off the things that have been hindering you from stepping out and opening your mouth I know there's a desire and there's at least someone who feels like I just every time I try I can't yes and so we just come against that now in Jesus name and say perfect love come and cast out fear as only you can and we pray that today would be the day that you get to share Jesus with yes. someone yes Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. 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 Yay. Woo. Oh, Ryan, it's been so it's awesome good. having you Let's here. Let's go. Let's go. It's, it's alive. We've got to go do it. Go do it. <laughs> We've got to do it. you got to do it. Let's all do this and let's it's see. Every one of us, yeah. you and I. I love that. The Australia for Jesus and the nations for Jesus, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Bless you guys. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we love you. We can't wait to see this beautiful city of Melbourne, but the nation of Australia and the nations on fire for Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. See you. Bless you. See you guys. <laughs>